Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here because we are going to have a good time talking Disney by answering some of your great listener questions. Ricky is here. Scott is here. Pam is not here. She's on Icon of the Seas, so she is winning at life. But we're going to have a great time anyway. And we get some questions while well, we discuss Big River Grill going away over on the boardwalk. RIP to this restaurant that was kind of a go-to when you needed a place to go, but you had nowhere else to go. Uh, we also talk ground transportation for your next Disney cruise. We also discuss when to go to Disney Springs if you want to avoid the crowds. Not Saturday night, not Friday night. Also, our favorite places to dine when you're over at the Springs. Crowds if you're down there during the Summit Cheerleading Championships or Worlds. And much more. So we have lots of fun talk on today's show. Don't forget our podcast always brought to you about the magic for less travel. We would love to help you plan an excellent Disney vacation, whether it's out to Disneyland, down to Walt Disney World, sailing with the Disney Cruise Line, or seeing the world with Adventures by Disney. Our services are absolutely free to you, and you're going to get first-class service every time. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do. Be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys support the show. You make all this possible. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. You can become a patron yourself. Just $5 a month. It's less than a Starbucks a month. And you support the show and you'll get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over. We're waiting for you. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast ready to take a trip to the world you found the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast this is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage Welcome to episode 2,424 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Actually, it's Wednesday, but happy Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, whatever day you're celebrating. The good news about podcasts is it doesn't matter. You could be listening to this on a Thursday afternoon. Who cares? Let's get rolling with this show. Because, I mean, if we've already, we're 30 seconds in and we're off the rails because I don't know what day of the week it is, but that's going to be how this show probably goes. And we're going to have a good time today. So, joining me today, well, Pam Forrester, not here because, well, as you know, she's iconic. And today, she's sailing the icon of the seas. I mean, this thing is enormous. The biggest ship in the world, Royal Caribbean. So, she's going to come back and talk about. I don't know. This ship has everything. I mean, it has more than some small cities in, I mean, most small cities in Missouri. It's got everything. So she's going to come back and tell us about that. But today we have Scott and Ricky, and we're going to be holding down the fort and having a great time answering your questions. Joining us from the mouseforless.com down in Atlanta, Georgia, we have Ricky. Ricky, happy Wednesday. I know the day now. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Uh, I am not sailing on a ship. Uh, which makes me very sad. So yeah, uh, I could really, I could really see. So uh, uh, it would be nice to see the uh, blue skies and you know blue ocean and sand uh, instead of the grossness that is outside my window. However, with that being said, it is supposed to be in almost seventy degrees by the end of this week here in Atlanta, Stop. and I am so happy. <laughs> this is why 
I moved to Atlanta because yes, we get winter and yes, it stinks, but it's not here for very long. So I'll take it. Stop. I just gave you a yeah. scratch. That's not yeah, good. Yeah, that's all right. We are covered in ice right now. We, my wife, my <laughs> wife took Riley out this morning. Fell. She's sore. Like the oh fire, gosh. fire trucks sliding down hills. Yes. I saw the lead in the news right as we were getting ready to record. This car, literally, because I get. I mean, some people have to go to work, right? I mean, all the schools, everything's closed. I mean, everything's closed. Courts, everything today in St. Louis. I mean, because she device. Yeah. Well, somebody had to go to work, I guess. Cars going down the street, right? And it is just hitting every single car as it goes down the street that was parked, oh. that was parked on the street. Just boom, boom, boom. Hit seven cars before it no. came to a stop. Did they at least stop and then like... I, I, I mean, the video stopped at that point. But I mean, what oh. do you... I mean, do you... I, I, I mean, how long does that take to go to every neighbor and be like, dude, I hit your car. I hit your I mean, car. I, I hit, hit your, your car. car. I hit your car. Yeah, I mean, I you've got to do it. It's I mean, like... It, it does yeah. lessen in momentum. Like that would have been a great sixth grade lesson. Oh my God, I don't want to think about it. And Whew. that was when I went into Mallory's room and I said, give me your keys. You're not said, going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so watch this no video. Keys for you. Yes, no keys till spring. Anyway, joining us as well from up in the land of the mitten. And actually, I saw this reference because I was watching the Lions game the other day and they were talking to your big defensive end, number 97. I forget his name, but he is awesome. And they asked him, you know, where'd you go to high school? Where are you from? And where'd you go to college? And it was all three places in a small triangle. And he pointed it out right there on the palm, right there on the mitten. He used the strategy that all Michiganders do. What's up, Scotty G? Uh, go Lions. Go Lions. That's Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Yes. He's a, he's a Michigan man for sure. Um, unfortunately, he went to that other school that I don't like to discuss. <laughs> but uh, but a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good guy. Um, Mike, I got I to gotta start off with the... With a shout out to Emily, though, my daughter. I know she's not listening, but this is her episode. 24 oh. is her number, and I believe you said 2,424. It this is. is episode 2424. Nice. For those keeping score at home, that's a cool number. Yes. So we're going to do our best to give you a magical episode today. So Ooh. let's go, team. Let's have a great episode. Wow, Scott's like throwing down the gauntlet. I don't know if I'm here for like a magical episode, but I'm here for a decent one. Let's go. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. <laughs> Dude, you only get episode 24, 24 that's once true. in a lifetime. So I you am do. hyped that I'm on the, on the show. Is it 24 karat magic? I feel like yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know that we'll be around for 24,000. So uh, let's enjoy 2,424. Shout out to Emily. Uh, just did the uh, Coast to Coast. And yes. uh, I mean, had an amazing time hanging out with her out at Disneyland at Walt Disney World. So much fun. Awesome. Yes. All right. So. We were talking in the pre-show, and I told you guys to stop because I hadn't hit record. I'm sorry. We're sorry. We, we were just uh, randomly <laughs> discussing things. Before we get My to fault. the list of questions, we have quite a few. And if you have questions, drop them in the chat as you are uh, joining us live here on Facebook. We got lots of ways to tune in now. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitch, and uh, the, where else are we? We're uh, also on YouTube. Pretty much if it's a we're social YouTube. site, exactly. we're on We're it. everywhere right now. But we were talking about the... Um, well, the demise of Big River Grill and uh, over on the boardwalk. And to be honest, I, I actually have dined there because I have a piggy eater page back in the day. That was a good place for her to go. And the, the, the key to Big River Grill's success, I think, is that they did not take ADRs. You, you could right. sneak in there if you couldn't find yes. anywhere else to eat at the last minute. Didn't have much but atmosphere. Didn't have a ton of atmosphere. Had very kind of Applebee's food for the picky eater. 
But I mean, I, I still am shocked that it survived as long as it did because it was not a great dining location, but it had awesome location on the boardwalk. But RIP, Big River. Also, I feel like, you know, you said that it was helpful that it didn't take dining reservations. Uh, it does. Well, it did take open table. I found out when doing some research uh, about the restaurant as it was closing. But it also like I feel like because it didn't take dining reservations, you had to be in the know about that restaurant you know what i'm saying like yep. you had to it know that it didn't take down your reservations and you could like slide in there because with that i agree with you i have no idea how this restaurant lasted as long as it did it didn't ever get the best reviews from anybody uh, i actually never dined there because of the fact that it didn't get the best reviews and of course there were lots of other places that i could eat at disney and i would rather enjoy something that wasn't Applebee's. Uh, so I chose other options. Uh, and I'm pretty sure most other people did as well. So I'm really surprised that it lasted this long. I did find out that there is another Big River Grill, for those of you who may miss it. Uh, it is in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So uh, if you are looking for it, that's where you can go. It's not really I a didn't big, realize kind of a middle, a middle sized river down there, Tennessee River. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize it was like a chain. So I, I mean, in a weird small way. Huh. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did all this research on the restaurant as it was closing, uh, because I was like, huh, it's closing. Good for yeah. them, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm good for them for lasting this long is kind of more what I meant. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a miracle. Cause every time I walk past there, I'm like, I can't believe this place is still around, but I mean, it, yeah. it, cause it, it never was full. It, ne no. it never was empty. Right. I mean, this was the, the quintessential middle of the road restaurant, right? Yeah. I mean, it would be half full. Um, yeah. there'd be some people eating outside, some people eating inside when you went inside, some people described it as kind of a sports bar atmosphere. It really wasn't. I mean, there were like no. small TVs. I mean, like you're talking like 32 inch TVs. It was not city works. It was not splitsville. You, I, like, mm -hmm. like Scott, you would not want to go there and watch the lions game. This it, it, it's not atmosphere. I mean, but they do have wings. They did have picky eater foods, you know, really Applebee's kind of stuff, you know, but it was one of the things you had in your back pocket, right? It was like your local Denny's or something you could go to if you're safe. Uh, Scott, yeah. did you ever go in there? Well, Walt Disney World's Denny's. I mean, it was. Walt it Disney was World's a, Denny's. I mean, if you, were, if you were starving and you couldn't get any, you know, like say you're staying at the Yacht Club, the Beach Club, you can't get in Beaches and Cream, yeah. you can't get in Ale and Compass, and dude, you're hurting for a sit-down meal. You can't get in Trotteria El Forno. You know, you're hurting. You go there, and I mean, you're still going to get, you're going to get decent food, but I mean, you're not getting, so, you're not getting an atmosphere or anything. So, Mike, you kind of hinted at the best part of the restaurant. I didn't fully say what it was. Uh, the best part, only reason I went there ever is because I could sit outside. Like, wow, I love dining outside. Nice. Yeah. And you would sit outside on the boardwalk and you could watch people walking by. Sometimes you see people running or you see mm -hmm. the, the entertainment that you would see on there. Like, sometimes you see, saw, see some families arguing. Sometimes you see a person <laughs> pushing their, their Surrey bike for them or whatever now. Like, it was like countless entertainment for like an hour 90 minutes while you had a meal so that was yeah. to me that was the best part the people watching and being able to sit outside because there's something valuable to me as someone that lives in michigan you can only eat outside like three months of the year so i really love dining outside so that brought the most value uh the food not that great even like their beer selection i didn't even think was the greatest um, because they're kind of like you know the names i mean it's right there in the name right Egg River grill Brew, yeah. yeah and Brew, yeah. yeah so um, but it, it was just, I mean, I don't have much more to add other than what you guys said. Like, you know, it was sometimes easy to get if you were in a pinch or whatever, but the, the fact that you eat outside. So I hope whatever replaces it, 
brings that outdoor atmosphere because I think that's really valuable to be on the boardwalk, to be able to dine outside. I think that's a really cool, cool thing. Well, and that's kind of something that you don't get at a lot of Disney restaurants overall. You don't, I mean, you know, especially well in the theme parks and stuff like that like you don't really get an outdoor dining experience like you do i feel like you get that way more at disneyland mm-hmm. um you know there's there's more outdoor dining experiences for table service restaurants there i feel like uh but in which i get the weather of course in orlando is not necessarily yeah. the best for outdoor mm-hmm. dining but you know there are times when you certainly do want to sit outside and enjoy a nice meal and that was one of the few places that you could do it but now i mean the boardwalk it has changed so much in the last, I mean, couple years. I, mean, I seriously. still say, they, okay, two things about that real quick. I won't cut you off because we got to get to the questions. But this is the opportunity for the diner. I mean, that spot for the diner. Uh, because yes. think about this. Think about this. I mean, I've think about this. Think about this. So, I mean, on the boardwalk, in that spot, it's about the right size, right? That is a great size for a diner. And I mean, I'm, it should be 24 hours, but I'm not asking to move mountains here. Let's mm-hmm. take baby steps, right? It can be. It can close at midnight. But here's the deal. I mean, you're you're you got five hotels within walking distance for this diner. Plus, you can walk over from Epcot and the studios after a night when the park closes and get some pancakes or some waffles or biscuits and gravy. I mean, I died and gone to heaven just saying that right there. I mean, for the love of God, let's make Jeez. it happen. I mean, yes. you're printing money at this point. I would pay double I, uh, what I pay at Denny's for this stuff. So put a diner in there and print the money. Just do it, Disney. I'm telling you, there's your mid. And here's the other thing about the boardwalk while we're there. This cake store, they, they dropped the ball in the ESPN thing. ESPN is all on the bet ESPN train, right? And it's all about sports betting. They're they're in on it. They, you know, they even have TV shows about it now. Scott, you know, I mean, we can't do it legally in Missouri. It's not a thing here, but it is in all the other states around us. Disney's in on this. This is the opportunity that they, they, they like destroyed this cool sports bar atmosphere that I think would have been just great to have still. Like, I, I, I don't know. The cake shop's not done yet, so you can't really judge it. But I, I feel like the cake shop needs to be at Disney Springs and that ESPN Club needed to remain and maybe be refurbished. I think it's it's better days could have been now. I, I'm a sports guy. Well, so what I'm if not, they I'm moved ESPN guy. or a type of sports bar type atmosphere to the spot where that's now open? I mean, no, because that's my diner. I need my diner. Yeah, you're you're not hearing me. We need the we need a <laughs> diner and then the the sports bar both, like so I can go back and forth. Then I will never stay anywhere but the Epcot Resort area. Okay, so you're gonna have to choose at this point because no. the cake bake shop is coming. So I mean, when that goes I out of business like, in a year, we're gonna do this. I'm just saying. Okay. I feel like this point like diner or sports bar are the two options that we have now here's the thing neither one of those is probably gonna end up happening at the boardwalk so we're really throwing out ideas for no reason because it's probably gonna be some high-end uh restaurant there on the boardwalk again so i mean that's what i see happening that is it okay we had a question over on uh instagram from care bear and says what's your favorite disney springs table service and she says, I'm guessing not Terralina Crafted Italian. <laughs> Who's Care Bear? Was she dining with us? I can't tell who that is because I can't do all this on Instagram. But was it somebody who was at our table? 
Because oh uh, Terralina was all right. I mean, it probably wasn't my favorite dining experience at Disney Springs, but it was it was okay. I had I think I had yeah. Did you do a review on that or something? I like did not that? talk about that yet. I mean, somebody's reading yeah. my mind, or they were at the next table, or they were at our table. I don't know with handles. I don't know who this is. That's kind <laughs> did of. Did they hear Elizabeth make the comment? How in that my pizza head, was like a frozen pizza or something. I can't see oh, the picture. No. Hang on, I can't tell who this is. Did you guys eat there? What over yeah, a marathon weekend? Yeah, we ate there yeah, the we night before the marathon. Weekend. Yeah. Oh, that, got it. Okay. This, this person's. We in have my so head. many stories we haven't even told about. Like our stays, like it's. Okay. We will. We ate there. Uh, First of all, we didn't know where it was in Disney Springs, and we were in the Uber. We're like, we know where this is. Oh my of. gosh! Yeah, so it's next to Paddlefish. Um, yeah, but it wasn't the best. So, so real quick, Scott, favorite dining location is a boat. I'm guessing Boathouse for you. Yeah, I have to. I have to stand with Boathouse. I mean, there's so many great options, um, and I'm excited to try that new like summer house place. Yes, we're gonna go there. We're gonna go there over there over spring break. That's an open table one too, Ricky. Like I could oh. not find it on there. I'm Walt Disney really? World website to make a reservation, but you can on open tables. So well, it did that. just open, so I wonder if that's why it's only on open table at the moment. And maybe once it's open for a few months, they'll add it to the Disney yeah. ADR. And it might not be like the the best place to go, but I just like new options, right? Well, I I'm say always is, a sucker for new options. They have a cookie bar there. I know, yeah. seriously. No, it's like crumble cookies, but yeah uh so many, cook, so many cookie options and dessert options at Walt Disney World. Though. There <laughs> are, and that's my downfall. Uh, yeah, so. But I got to go with Bow House, Mike. It's like kind of in my, ever since that restaurant opened, like I love, I was just talking about the outdoor seating, right? Yep, <laughs> like I same. love the outdoor seating there. Like when you go to get seated there, like you think you're going to sit in this one room and then you walk like for another mile and you're still in the restaurant. <laughs> like, true. I like it's so big. Like it doesn't seem that big from the outside, but great menu, um, great drink selections. And I just love the atmosphere and that view from when you're outside. So I got to go with Bow House. Ricky, mm -hmm. your dining location in the Springs. You know what? I, I feel like it changes a lot for me uh, because there are so many great options at Disney Springs. Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't say the um, homecoming because, I mean, homecoming is just fantastic. They have such good food. It's where pocket biscuits were invented by me. Uh, so, you know, that's always uh, a thing. Uh, matter of fact, Pam sent me a onesie for Lucy that says pocket biscuit on it. She She's a little too, she's, she's still a little too small to wear it, but I do have a pocket biscuit onesie. Um, I think <laughs> I just ate at Chicken Guy. <coughs> Sorry, I'm dying. Um, yeah, Chicken Guy. Guy Chicken Guy's <laughs> kind of changed some of their stuff around too. I'm just giving some some time for Ricky yeah, to get some water yeah. there. There but, you go. Good call. But like Chicken Guy, I think they re reduced a lot of their sauces, which yeah, was they like did. A, a big draw, you know. But that, for yeah. a counter service, like I think it's pretty solid. Like it's a pretty simple straightforward menu like it's like chicken right you get the chicken tenders you get the french chicken fries salads. or whatnot yeah but um, good i think it's salad. pretty affordable too mike like yeah, i think is. it's a pretty good option yeah but i mean cutting back on the on the sauces yeah. man you're killing the people yeah, they, from the midwest the i mean dude that, that, we live people around here live for, yeah. for live for sauces i know yeah they do oh man so chicken guy was very good <clears throat> i like that thanks for covering for me scott i appreciate it uh and then um i like the lux burger as well they have really good burgers and of course there's a little sandwich. Um, I also tend to go to City Works a lot. So those are my options. Basically, Ricky likes. I know I was going to say, you're just naming all the restaurants in Disney Springs at this point. Real quick, I'm just going to say, Polite Pig's mine because uh, you don't need ADRs and it just smells good. I'm like. And if you're driving, man, you park in the line. Oh, garage, that's what I'm saying. Dude, right dead. There. You, can, you smell Polite Pig as you're pulling into the garage. If you're it's of like, my generation, there was that old Bugs Bunny cartoon where he'd be picked up by like a smell by his nose. And that, yeah. that's what happens. You get dropped off on the bus and you're just like. 
carries you right over to Flight Pig. You're, you're I don't done. think I told the story. I'll, I'll, I'll spend like 60, 60 to 90 seconds on you're it. On, the so clock. on our New Year's trip, we got there on the 30th of December. And we didn't have a park ticket that day. We got there. We landed at 9. We were there so early. We are like, what do we do? We've been up since 2 in the morning. We're hungry. So our plan was to go play mini golf like off-site. But we are like, wanted to get something to eat first. I was like, well, let's go to Disney Springs. We can shop around and let's go to Polite Pig. Like, it's our jam. We love Polite Pig. And we looked like, man, it opens at 11, but that's all right. We can spend some time at Disney Springs. And like, I don't know, quarter to 11, I said to the girls, like, maybe we should get in line for Polite Pig. They're like, what? Are you crazy? Like, why are we getting in line 15 minutes before it opens? I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know, man. We're hungry. Let's be the first ones in there. <laughs> no. There, there was only 15 people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, but man, but we got in line. It wasn't the right move. By the time we ordered, like there were all the seats were gone. Basically, oh, like, it was crazy. That so, is crazy. Get there early. Get there early for polite pig. I'm telling you, and it's so worth it. I love polite pig. Good I will also throw in a uh, honorable mention for Wine Bar George. Uh, maybe it was because I was pregnant and I was really happy to be able to eat real food at that point. But Wine Bar George was really good as well. Never been there. Got to go there. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Coon Tracy on, uh, let's see, on Instagram says we're headed to Epcot during spring break, staying at Art of Animation and plan on rope dropping. We'll be coming in on the Skyliner, of course. Would you rope drop Remy or Frozen? Obviously, Remy's going to be first. Do you still need a, I'm trying, do you need a virtual queue? No, that's not, that was old. So No, no more virtual yeah. queue there. Why was but, I thinking uh, that? I got virtual I, queues on the mind. So I think Remy gets busier throughout the day still um, than Frozen Ever After. I do too. And I would just say, yeah, kind of a preference. Like, what what matters the most to your family that you do? Um, like, if the kids really want to do Frozen Ever After over Ratatouille, then maybe go that route. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you're doing just Genie Plus, get a Lightning Lane for the other one or whatnot. But uh, I mean, you're starting the day there in France. Like, let's let's keep that theme going, right? You know, your international gateway. So I go to Ratatouille grab a baguette or something afterwards and uh, move on with your day. I actually agree. Eclair. I think that I think, I think Remy is the right choice because that line does, I mean, neither line goes down, but I feel like Remy has a much bigger line throughout the entire day than, you know, frozen does lately. I mean, frozen still has a long line. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, I feel like Remy doesn't go down at all during the day anymore. So. I agree. Remy does stay solid. I mean, it's, it's busy. All right, Justin's got a question here in the live chat. He's tuned in on Facebook. Good evening, everyone. For transportation from Port or to Port Canaveral from a resort hotel, would you rather do private transportation or the Disney Cruise Line transfer bus? So I think all three of us tend to take private transfers, and there are reasons for that. And I'll just kind of spell those out just for time's sake here. One is that you determine your pickup time, right? You get to decide what time the uh, you know, and you can pick up, you can also choose your vehicle type. You could do a limousine. You could do a town car. You could do a, um, we've done like a, we call it like the party bus. It was kind of like an extended, you know, those, uh, it's like a church bus kind of thing. Or, you know, it was kind of like a limousine bus. It had a mirror ball in it and a big booming sound system, which you couldn't figure out how to work. But you get to pick out your vehicle type. You get to pick up, you know, what time somebody's going to show up at your resort. You can do multiple stops if you need to, because one time Scott was at Old Key West. We were, I can't remember, Coronado. De- determined, you know, go around to these three resorts, pick everybody up. Okay, let's head off to the port. And that gets you there, you know, with your port arrival times and all that stuff. Disney Cruise Line, if you do that. Now, that's a little bit simpler because you won't have to worry about that stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're going to give you an email 
about 24 hours to 48 hours prior telling you when and where to meet the Disney Cruise Line representative. It's going to be in the lobby of your resort hotel. They're going to tell you what to do with your luggage. They'll take care of your luggage at that point, tag it for you. It'll disappear. You'll be good. So it's very convenient to use Disney Cruise Line, but you don't have the, they tell you where to be and what time. If you do private transfers, you are in control. So you get a little, so Scott, I mean, did I summarize that? Like, cause you usually make the, the same kind of choices there. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, there's not much more to add. I've done both my first cruise. Um, we did the Disney transfer and it was fun, right? It's kind of like, kind of takes you back to the magical express, you know, you got the excitement mm-hmm. and you know, they kind of handle the bags there for you. If I recall, like the, the kind of goes like, you don't have to deal with the porters. And I love, I, I love the porters out there too, but so your bags kind of magically will show up in your stateroom kind of a deal. But I love the idea of controlling my own destiny with either using my own car that I rented or using the the, the private transfer. And it's just fun. Like getting the little man, like you're about to go on a cruise and like have like an amazing time. Like why not start that trip off, trip off with a bang and have the music blast in. You got your driver and all that. That That's that's the way to go to do it mm-hmm. in style. And if you hit about four it's usually about four to five people where the fare comes out about the same as a private transfer. I mean, five, it's usually close. So of course you remember, you're going to have gratuities with a private transfer and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Of course, But it is a splurge, right? I mean, it's a little nicer and it, but I mean, there's nothing like kicking it off, rolling over and stuff. I mean, how often do you get to ride in a, you know, a private transfer? It's pretty sweet. Right. It's All awesome. right. Jason's got a question. He's tuned in on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, Jason thoughts on the flower and garden festival being shorter in ending in May this year. Well, I'm going to let Ricky take this one because it's kind of a news article, but I say... It is. Thank you. This is good. Mm-hmm. Good news. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I am actually really happy to see that it's ending early. Um, there was no reason for it to last until, you know, August. July. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, seriously, there was not. It had always ended in, like, the end of May when before <laughs> COVID. And then once they came back from COVID... I feel like they were trying to get people to come a little bit and stay, you know, and I feel like maybe they were using the flower and garden festival as like that weenie, you know, as, as we, you know, know in the Disney terminology to get people to stay in those time in those time periods. Uh, I, I don't know if that's the case, but it did seem odd that, you know, they moved the flower and garden festival all the way to July. And then they started the food and wine festival like pretty much at the end of july and i always thought that's way too long for both of those festivals you know the the food and wine festival because no one wants to eat soup hot soup in the middle of july i'm sorry it's just not gonna happen and soup is always one of the things that you get at the food and wine festival especially with the cheddar cheese version and there's other kinds so i i always had trouble with the Food and Wine Festival starting in the, at the end of July. So move that back to where it was supposed to be. Usually it was at the end of August. And then, you know, it's still hot at the end of August, but still it's a little bit better. And then move the Flower and Garden Festival up. I still think, you know, here's here's what I still think that they should do. I think that they should make the Festival of the Arts just a little bit longer. Start the Flower and Garden Festival just a little bit later, not not long, just maybe like a couple weeks, you know, for that that Festival of the Arts. Just extend it just a couple weeks and then move the Flower and Garden Festival back and then maybe keep Flower and Garden until mid-June. I feel like that would be a happy medium, but I know that they probably can't do it because 
they do have all those outside artists coming in for the Festival of the Arts. And I feel like I feel like that's the reason why we don't get a longer Festival of the Arts. That has to be the reason why, because it's such a popular event and it's so well done, but it's so short. And it always I always hate it because I either have to choose Marathon Weekend or I have to choose Festival of the Arts is usually how it ends up happening for me because for me to go both of those you know time periods it's just a lot to cram in especially after having just gone for christmas too so i would love to see if that's all the arts extended a little bit longer push back flower and garden and then you know get the food and wine where it was supposed to be so that's kind of what i you know if, if i was choosing how to do things that's how i do it but i'm really glad to see flower and garden back to at least its original idea it was was you know spring instead of you know going all the way into the middle of summer no i agree the thing is you can't have them forever because then it, it kind of loses the luster exactly you know, exactly just, and then you get to go to diet epcot in the middle yeah. of uh the summer which it, is what it needs to be more than 12 days a year i mean it's it's yeah. crazy so yeah i agree with that and i wish festival of the arts was longer but i mean and the thing is you got to hit they're, they're they're so smart with that right because you're not getting it if you go for marathon you're not getting it if you go for princess this is yeah i know you that's gotta go I, right in between which yeah but you know, bites the runners, you know, but yeah. I mean, that's exactly their goal. I mean, that's what, that's what the run weekends are for. They're supposed to get you down there when there's low crowds. I mean, that was the original intent. And right. Of course. Here's a great question from Matthew. One of my guests over at the magic for less. I love this question. I want to ask you guys about this. When do y'all think's the best time of the week to go to Disney Springs? We've struck out the last two times we've gone. It was super, super packed with a three and a half hour virtual queue for Gideon's. I mean, mm -hmm. must be big cookie fans. I saw they just had their third anniversary uh, the other day. Yeah. Do people were lining up like nobody's? I mean, come on now. So it's cookies. They're cookies and cake. Yeah, but people. it was like a maple. I don't care what they are. That was I, mean, good. That, maybe I, I, I wish I, they I, had that all the time. I, I don't know, man. I turned 50 and I'm just like, come on, people. For real. It's a cookie. It's a cookie. Dude, it, it's a cookie. Go go <laughs> a get a cookie somewhere else. You don't have to wait in line all day for a cookie. I don't care what's it's in it. It's actually a cake is a what cake. it is. I mean, That's yeah, cookies true. and cake, cake and all. Yes. Man, people were lined up like they were giving out gold bars. It was crazy. I'd wait four hours for that cake. That Seriously? That's what I had in my life. Oh, my yeah. God. It's wild. Actually, I had, for the first time, I had some of their cake with Florence. She had bought a, a slice and uh yeah that's darn good cake I'm it must lie. be man i have not had yeah. it. okay but let's get back to matthew's question so because i mean if you go obviously on a saturday night to the yeah, springs man it is i mean it gets so crazy sometimes over on the west side where like traffic is like flowing one way and the other way and you almost have to like get swept up in the current to like move like the direction you want to go i mean it's almost like a river it's crazy yeah. to cross traffic but I mean, what's Ricky, what do you think? Like when you, if you're down there for like a week's vacation or five days, like, do you have a strategy of like, okay, this is a good time to go to the Springs where we can actually enjoy it and not just yeah, be trampled. I do. I'm going to say middle of the week, uh, and early. So I'm going to say, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday, and I'm going to say at 11, you know, 10, 11 AM when they open, uh, because I feel like that's going to be your best there's not going to be as many people because people will still be at work that live in Orlando. And obviously a lot of people that come to Disney Springs are Orlando locals as well as, you know, visitors to Walt Disney world. But you have, as the day goes on and people start getting off work, you have a much bigger chance of the locals coming in for dinner or to shop a little bit in the evening or, you know, whatever. So I would say that 11 o'clock time period. And I said Tuesday or Wednesday, because Again, you're, you're losing the people that would come for, you know, a, a three or four day weekend, 
you know, maybe they want to come in on a Friday and they want to go to Disney Springs first. So I, you avoid that. And then the people who are leaving on Monday, you know, and they don't have any other plans, they go to Disney Springs last. So I feel like Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday would be the best options. And I have to tell you, Gideon's, it's going to be about a three and a half hour wait, no matter when you get there, pretty much. I mean, that 11 o'clock time slot, you might be able to get in within an hour or two. But once people start coming to Disney Springs and they start getting in that virtual queue and you have people who do literally come to Disney Springs and get in that virtual queue and that's it. That's all they want, really. So you're going to have a longer wait. So what I always do is as soon as I get to Disney Springs, no matter what, what time of day it is, that's the first thing I do. I go to Gideon's and I get in the virtual queue line. That way I can do whatever I want at Disney Springs, whether it's shopping or eating or whatever. And then my chances of getting a cookie or cake or coffee from Gideon's is much better um, because it's probably going to be about a three-hour wait for sure. Um, I have I really haven't experienced it where it wasn't a three-hour wait, and I've done all different kinds of times of the day for that. So that's that's just kind of how it is for Gideon's. Unless you go to the one that's not at Disney Springs, um, that one doesn't have a wait. It's in Orlando proper, but you know it's not Disney, so. Scott, so we're thinking, I mean, obviously, like during the week earlier in the day, right? So just you're trying to avoid the locals, obviously. Yeah, I love going <clears throat> early in the early in the day. Like so there's there's been many a times where I stay at Saratoga Springs and we road drive Disney Springs. Yeah, like yeah. It, it is that is an awesome. awesome experience. Yeah. And they for the background loop fanatics like myself, they have a different background loop <laughs> during do. the day. So like it's like it's a little more like not like upbeat or whatever. It's more like calming and all that. Like I just love strolling through the springs early in the day um i mean it's hit or miss on the gideon's virtual queue like i know ricky's saying she's always had the three hour wait i've had i've been able to just get right into the line first thing in the morning too so you might have some better luck it might depend on the time of year too if yeah. it's spring break or christmas or what whatever the case may be but uh go there early and it's actually really fun if you're like got a non-part day or whatever just hang out like go to all those like kiosks that have like different food stands and whatnot, just kind of make a morning of it. It's going to be relaxing. It's going to be a, the best Disney Springs experience you've, you've had. Trust me. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Sinking in a real quick question from E.M. Rossetti over on Instagram. Mike, how crazy are the parks during Cheer Summit weekend? Any tips? The parks are not that bad because the cheerleaders are mostly at the resorts and over at Wide World of Sports. <clears throat> the all-star resorts are crazy. If you ever want to see them do some stunting out in the football fields at like sports, it is a nut house. Um, some gyms do that. Some gyms don't. And some of the world's teams will do that before summit. So watch the videos on uh, social media, but because uh, they're not supposed to, but they do. Uh, but uh, the, 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 the parks are not bad because most gyms see this as a business trip. I know that our gym platinum athletics would not let our athletes go into the parks until they had either won summit or been eliminated from summit. And that kind of stunk as a parks fan because we had to buy tickets as part of our packages. Yeah. And so if we made it to finals, we didn't get to use all of our days. So it well, was, um, but I mean, we weren't there to play. We were there to win. And so that's kind of how that works. So the parks are not, jam-packed with cheerleaders until like they are eliminated so as you get to the finals days you will see more cheerleaders in the parks but the, even then it's not too bad so the parks are not bad yeah uh, so good luck to your, to your gym it'll be fun okay question here from Catherine in uh, on facebook 
Uh, looking ahead to 2025, we want to do a split stay at three resorts over the course of 10 days, two nights at Pop, two at the Grand uh, Floridian, and finish with a five-night stay at Beach Club. What is the best way to do park tickets? For example, if a special comes out, and I have already seen that a four, five nights uh, and four-day park tickets trigger a special. If so, if that's the case, Beach Club would be the only way to get that deal, potentially looking at seven park days. Any advice is greatly appreciated. So the way you want to do a split stay, <clears throat> typically, now this might not work with this. You might have to just kind of think, rethink your, your how you're staying in the hotels. You want to always put your tickets on the first day and put enough length of, and you put all the tickets on the first day. And then the other subsequent stays are going to be room onlys. So if you are going to do, I'm looking at it, if you're going to do seven park days, you would make your first stay, even if it's a two night stay. And again, I don't know what the special is going to be because who knows for 2025 what the requirements would be. But you would, you can do a two night stay with a nine night ticket. You can do that. So you could do that so that the tickets are valid because the tickets would be valid nine days plus two. So they'd be good for 11 days. And so you would do that and that would cover your tickets for all the entire, all three stays. Now the specials, I don't know about because again, we don't know the details on that, but you would put the tickets. The first one you book as a package with a $200 deposit. You book the subsequent two stays as a room only. That's how that would go. I can't tell you about the specials though from there. All right. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. And Howard says, does anybody know, have any go-to sugar-free snacks anywhere in the world? I, I don't because I don't typically eat sugar-free. We're Ricky. sugar addicts here. I know, yeah, so that's I'm, the I'm problem. terrible about that. Um, Maybe someone in the chat can help us with that, though. That's true. Maybe. I, I mean, obviously, I think the best thing to do is going to be talking to the chefs uh, or counter service restaurants and see, you know, what they have for you. Um, but, yeah, I don't typically typically get anything sugar-free and i don't know that a lot of sugar-free stuff is kind of advertised either so i would definitely talk to the people at the shops or the the chefs or whatever and see what they might have for you they might be able to whip up i mean i know at table service meals they can whip up something fantastic so that's the best option i can say there's nothing like go to that i can think of all right let's go to the inbox krista's got a question and she says hey mike it's krista from richmond hope all is well in the midwest i have a quick question for you about my family's first disney cruise my family me my mom my sister my grandma and my dad the only man always surrounded by women <laughs> that's my story and Scotty g's i mean that's how it is are taking a disney trip the first week of april 2024 we're doing four days in the park staying at our home resort of the Riv, and then finishing with a three-day sailing on the Disney Dream. The boat leaves out of Fort Lauderdale. We're driving to Florida, so the original plan was to simply drive from Orlando to Fort Lauderdale. However, things have changed. My dad cannot join us on the cruise anymore due to a work obligation. We are trying to save him six additional hours of flying by finding another means of transportation from the Riv to Fort Lauderdale. My question is, does Disney offer transportation to the cruise port? And if so, how do we book it? Thanks for always being so helpful. My dad is not a podcast guy. However, he has listened to the episode we did together many, many times now. When he found out he couldn't come on the cruise and we needed another means of transportation, he said, ask our buddy Mike. Mike will know what to do. He's a fellow girl dad. He gets it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the best Krista. Your dad's awesome, by the way. I give him a bell. Thank you. So, unfortunately, Disney Cruise Line does not offer transportation from the Riv to Fort Lauderdale. That would be a super long bus ride. 
they you know, just this isn't going to help in the situation. They do offer transportation from uh, Lauderdale Airport and Miami Airport to the port, Newport and out of Fort Lauderdale. So if you're flying into those two airports, you can and, and it's cheap. The transfer transfers there are cheap, but you could take the Brightline train. That that's an option now, and that that might be an option. That, if you don't want to drive, that'd be your best option, I would guess. I don't. I think it's like seventy bucks. That goes down to Miami, doesn't it? Down towards that way. I'm pretty sure it does. I've never gone that way, but I'm, I'm almost positive yeah. that train goes I, south. I, down I to think Miami. I just saw a map and I saw that it go, went that way. So yeah, I think it does go. That's to what I would down. do. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so that, put your dad on the train. I mean, girl dads and trains. I mean, train. That's, that's what I'd do. <laughs> All right, let's get to the final question of the day. Who's it gonna be? Let's go with Sean. Hey, BRG crew, we have a we have a quick trip scheduled for February 6th through 10. Stay in it, Saratoga Springs. My wife has an AP, but I only have a standard non-park hopping ticket. I don't need to make a park reservation, but my wife does. We're scheduled to be at Epcot on Wednesday, the 7th. That night, Magic Kingdom has extended evening hours for deluxe hotels. Will I be able to hop over to Magic Kingdom after our Epcot day, or our day at Epcot, or do I need to add Hopper to my ticket to take advantage of the extended evening hours? Thanks for all you do. Go blue. Sean is up in the mitten. Wait, I think he got his backwards. Oh, his, yeah, his wife does. Okay, yeah, his wife has the AP. Yeah, you're right. Okay, mm -hmm. your wife has to make trans. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's right. So he does not need to make a park hopper, right? Yes, he has to have a park hopper in order to, if, if they are going to a park, for the that extended not, evening hour? Oh, I was thinking after hours. He's not yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. after evening, hours, is he? Yeah, the after evening, evening hours, hours, yes. Yes, he will need to have a park hopper. Yes. After our... Okay, you just said after our day. I was thinking... I saw after, and I was thinking in yes, after hours. Yes, he will, he will need to have a park hopper for that. Okay, yeah. yeah, right. Oh, and Michelle, one of our great agents over at the Magic for Less, who covers for my guests when I am out running many miles, and she's going to be running Dopey in 25, so she cannot Ooh. cover for me, but I'll be racing her. If there I do it go. again, I can't say, I, I said, I was wait, wait a second. I, wait a second. I know, like, I'm, not you're done, done, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not running again. I, 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 sure, I retired. Sure, sure. But regardless, Michelle says Plaza ice cream parlor has sugar-free ice cream. She thinks. There we go. I think she thinks. That would make sense. Yeah. And I would say to Sean, like, I know the park hopper is a little more pricey, but like, you're just going to add so much more flexibility to your days. Um, Especially if your wife has a annual pass anyway. Yeah. So. I know it hurts sometimes to do that. Like your, your credit card's going to be crying a little bit, but um, I think I think it'll bring tears of joy um, with having that hopper. By the way, Michelle's in our live chat. What are the names of your kids, Michelle? Because I was supposed to give them a shout out on the podcast about two weeks ago, and I totally missed it. And I knew when we stopped recording, I forgot to send them a shout out. So if you put it in the chat in the next 30 seconds, they're getting the shout out live here on the show oh, she as did. we wrap. And it is Merrick and Marin. So What's shout up, out. I know. Isn't that cool? So shout out. I love out. it. I love that. I appreciate this is, this is why I love recording live. It's the best thing in the world. And Michelle is a lifesaver for me. I could not run the races without folks like Michelle and Jeanette and Ben and all the folks who cover for me. That's the magic for less team is great because seriously, I mean, now when I'm out there running and running down along the Los Angeles river basin. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And then right. I get to the finish line. I'm like, this is awesome again. But Scott, did you wonder where we were when we were running like past the Honda center and like looking at that kind of Creek? 
And then we had to yeah, run you always run. You always run by that. I like, didn't know. I was like, where there's are that one we? Race. I'm under a train. Like I'm under an Amtrak. Yeah. I'm like, where am I? There's that epic race where weekend where like the Santa Ana winds were so bad. Like all that was debris was just flying on that little roadway there. Like it was so bad. Luckily I did not run, run at that race, but I've heard horror stories of like how the winds are so bad and just like, ugh, just a mess. Yeah, it's a weird, weird spot, weird spot in the race course. For it sure. was a weird spot because you like you went down, made a hard like right, like in double back. And I'm like, what? what? Like, it, I swear the amazing race like started right there one time. Yeah. Like that's where we caught um, the big lizard group, like Joe, Stacy, Jared, Emily, all of them. Like we're, we're right there. It was pretty awesome. I was like, I don't know where I am, but I just hope I'm a couple miles from home. I just want to be back. I want to be done. I want to be finished with this race and get my medal. So, yeah, it was fun. All right, so that's going to do it for today's show. You have a question, Mike, at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Of course, you can join us as we record on Mondays live around 5.30 Eastern. So drop on in all the places, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and uh, be a part of the show like everybody was today. So much fun. Our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan that next Disney vacation, whether you're going to the West Coast, Florida, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, Seeing the World, whatever it is, Alani will take great care of you at no cost to you and get you little goodies along the way. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Thanks for using our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's January. Get all that organizational stuff to make 2024 awesome. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make all these shows possible. It is awesome. And uh, your support means the world to us. $5 a month keeps us going. And we appreciate that so much. And you get that bonus show. It's Mike in the Midwest. So come on over, patreon.com slash podcast. You need some good follows on the socials. We got them right here. Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Ep Scott, E-P-S-C-O-T. Be our guest, Mike. We're on all the places. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, threads, and everywhere else. You can find us on Facebook, too. So give us a follow there. And this Sunday night, this dude to my right, left, I can't tell because I'm mirrored, but... He will not be there. And I'm giving him an excused absence. As a former teacher, I still hold that power because his Lions will be taking on the 49ers. And I'll be cheering him virtually here as I have the live call-in show. And I need your calls because it's just you and me talking Disney for an hour. Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. So we'll have the BOGP open line with you and me and your calls. And uh, we'll be wishing great thoughts for the Lions during that show. So it'll be a good time. All right, we're going to get out of here. We're going to be back on Friday. We're going to have a good time because we're going to be having a show called Your Thoughts On, and we're just going to throw out some topics. For example, I was thinking about this on the treadmill this morning. I'm going to ask Ricky and Scott about your thoughts on the current state of virtual cues. Hot topic, kind of. I mean, because, you know, they were kind of all over the place. They're, they're in certain places now, not as much as they used to be. But what are our current thoughts on virtual cues or current thoughts on country bears? You know, we could talk about some different things. We're only limited to like five minutes to kind of hop around to different topics and just, uh, you know, jump in. We'll have a discussion on social media or Sunday night on the call-in show. So uh, be ready for that on Friday. So until we do that, I hope you guys have a great Wednesday. I know what day of the week it is now. I figured it out. I'm not no, I'm not no dummy. We'll, we'll get going here. But for Ricky and Scott, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.